That man laying in the Versace bed sheet. Man, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> That that's, that's making me feel things. Please show your nipples oh, while man. we're doing the, the Zoom. No, I just covered them. Just covered them. Oh, man. This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. He's a pop culture vulture. He's a world-renowned collector and seller of vintage memorabilia and clothing that is rare and hard to find. He finds beauty in the bootlegs, and so many others do too now. He can have a pair of white sneakers transformed into an art piece in no time. I'm going to have to get my boots transformed into Mario 3 boots. He, is, uh, he has his own store called Generation Cool, a show on Netflix that tells a lot about his world perfectly titled Slobby's World, and a YouTube channel called Generation Cool TV, my man. Mr. Robbie Hall, a.k.a. Slobby Robbie. What's up? What's up, man? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Versace sheets <laughs> down. Man. This Bro, man. I got the white and the black set. Yeah. Is that the bootleg or is that the real deal? It's the real deal, buddy. Straight from the Versace store in Las Vegas. Wow. wow. Nice. You can't have bootleg sheets, man, unless you want bed bugs and puffy skin <laughs> there, there are some things in life that you just got to do right sometimes my man you can't have the you can't go to a goodwill and get the bootleg sheets then uh i would I, I don't recommend buying much from goodwill oh you know in general oh i'm gonna have to send some stuff back I, then <laughs> <laughs> i don't trust none of them you got the swag, man. He man lays in bed, sleeps with the gold chain on Mr. T oh level. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Look at him. What is this chain? Let me see this chain a little better. Let's see the giant Gucci chain. Look at this. Is that I'm, like, what, that looks like a genie lamps or something. What is that? <laughs> Do you roll oh, those? The Gucci horse bit. They call oh. that horse bit. Nice. Well, we start every show yeah. with a fast five. Um Ben, can you move my camera over just slightly? I'm trying to not have to move over. Uh, we start every episode with a fast five, Slobby, and we ask you five quick questions. You give us five quick answers. You ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Your favorite Goonie. Mouth. Mouth? <laughs> I was hoping you was going to say chunk. Uh, it you know, if I'm being super honest about who's my actual favorite, it's going to be Mouth. Even though I can relate the most with Chunk, it doesn't mean that he's my favorite. <laughs> That's true. I feel that. Mouth, you, you, yeah, I can kind of see you liking Mouth, too. Yeah. Mouth's fire. Mouth is the man. I mean, Matt, get... when, when he's talking about the drugs. <laughs> yeah. You got the... You got the That's uh, my man. You got the gold mouth, too, so. Your exactly. favorite exactly. clothing brand, I think I know this, is it MCM? Man, yeah, and you know, MCM's not exactly a clothing brand. I think it was originally meant, you know, for luggage and travel goods. Um, so if we were going straight for clothing, it would, pro I, you know, 
It's MCM. I'm, uh, why beat around the bush? Yeah. Everything I see you in is MCM usually, besides your sheets. And I, yeah, this is the first well, time I've seen you in your MCM sheets. MCM don't make sheets. It's the first the, time I've seen you in your sheets, and I'm really enjoying sheets, it. Buddy. The Germans are not known for their sheets. <laughs> yeah. Those sheets are amazing. Um, Your favorite okay, cartoon. Baby. Favorite cartoon. Favorite cartoon. Woo. Mr. T. Of course. How could <laughs> it not I, I be? Would, I would actually go a little farther back, and I'm going to say Super Friends, because That's a great uh, one. that was kind of like oh, my Super first Friends. taste of Superman, Batman, and all those guys. You remember that? Super Friends? With oh, the, man. Well, you talk about, well, Super Friends was the one with the uh, the athletes, right? Yeah, Mr. T. Yeah. yeah. He, he teamed oh, yeah. up with, like, the Globetrotters, and then he had, like, a gymnast and a karate yeah. kid. Yeah, he, it was all about, like, being active and anti-bullying and all that good stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mr. T in general and what he stands for, but the cartoon, I, I really just love that sort of color scheme and vibe too but really if you're if i'm being an actual cartoon purist super friends had a lot more to offer with action and storyline <laughs> so you were you were you've always been big on staying active then <laughs> <laughs> oh can man tell, can that... you tell that i called you from the gym I'm about to make a gym post on Instagram, and i know everyone's gonna laugh so hard this um, man's wiping off I, on his I'm versace sheet I'm a big proponent of having fun. So, like, I'm not one. T I'd rather go to the swap meet on a Friday night. I'd rather go check out, like, I'll go to a lacrosse game, a soccer game. I don't care. I, I like having fun. I like going to things. And uh, believe it or not, almost every day I like to do something that's, you know, something. Like I like to do something that's something, too. I always yep. like to do something that's, that's something. That's it. All right. That's uh, all we need. The rarest item you've owned or own? Oh, shoot. Well, I'm looking at my Versace trunk from the season one of the show that's out there in the living room, and that's my coffee table now, and it's definitely one of a kind. Um, I think the rarest thing and most... The rarest thing we've ever had was a... Um, Ernie Banks from the Chicago Cubs game worn jersey that was actually worn by Ernie Banks that we sold, you know, at a Sotheby's style auction. So that, you know, the rarest thing I own in my house is a Versace trunk. Uh, the rarest thing I've ever sold through the shop was uh, Ernie Banks, what you call a gamer. Nice. What is in the last gamer. one? Your what is your white whale in fashion or memorabilia? My 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 white whale, which would a lot of people would call a grail, I guess, or a holy grail, would probably be um man, I would say Big Daddy Kane. I want his original MCM Jeep. So Big Daddy Kane, the rapper, had an MCM Jeep. Black on the inside, cognac MCM on the interior. I don't want to make my own. Of course I could do that. I want that one. <laughs> mm, well, it seems like that one. Seems like you'd be able to get that one. I, 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 I'm, I, let's just say I'm, I, I put out my feelers. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna have it soon. Send me, a, send me a pic when you get it. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, um, Generation Cool. How long has that been operational? We've been uh, we've been open for seven years. Um, coming this 
December will be our seven year anniversary. We uh, we started in December of 2013. It was um, uh, a, you know kind of at the front end of this huge sort of vintage and resell and recycled goods revolution that we're all in the middle of, of now. Um, it uh, it was it sort of built born out of necessity and, and born out of the fact that I you know all these jobs that I was applying for after I got my master's were just complete bullshit. And I was always making more money on eBay and throwing parties and doing, you know, making more money being a degenerate on the internet than I was, you know, with my master's degree. So it was sort of a eureka moment, so to speak, a moment uh, of what you call Satori and a moment of realization of that. This is like all, everything I do actually is just one thing. Nice. So, when did the fascination for like clothing and all this type of stuff, did that come from a boy or did you, did that come later? Absolutely. Well, 100%. I, I, I loved clothes and I, I'm appreciation of all things. You know, I love seeing somebody in full on, like we're out here in Tucson, Arizona, full on Western attire with a, with, you know, they got a lasso. You know, I've seen people walking around with lassos. Where a I'm lasso. from. Wow. <laughs> Man. You know, a you lasso. Get- you gotta, uh, you gotta get that uh, Versace lasso. I need to see that around your dude, neck next time. I I went into a YouTube wormhole of kids lassoing each other. That was hilarious. <laughs> You're talking borderline attempted murder. You know what I mean? You start strangling someone with a lasso on the internet. When, Anyways, uh, I back then, you know, I, 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 and it does it sounds sort of you know uh, cliche, but Air Jordans really got me into the game. And I, I, I loved the idea of having a, a high-end sneaker or, you know, something that was just kind of a funky, you know, a, a, something specific to your personality, you know? Because, I, I, you know, I got into Barclays and Bo Jackson's and Agassiz's and these bright colors and these patterns and stuff Nike was doing. And it, uh, that's kind of where it started for me. And then I got into hyper-color and cross colors and really like, you know, again, hyper expressive, uh, bold and, and sort of garish, you know, tastes in clothes that the nineties kind of embodied already anyway, you know, the eighties and the nineties, my two eras where individualism and, and color and pop culture really came to, to rise, you know? And so I was sort of, I, I guess a product of my environment and then it became, uh, I, you know, when it, when it starts, when you start realizing that it's more than a hobby, you know, it can really take over your life. But when something makes you super happy, you know, why wouldn't it take over your life? You know, now the bootlegs that, that are now popular what that, that when I was growing up, bootlegs was something you got made fun of. And now you right. and other people are wearing the bootlegs and they're more sought after or just as much as sure. the actual real yeah. items. When did that happen? Did you start this? Well, it's a really, yeah, and I, I think to a certain degree, probably, I think that there was, um, you know, I, I, I know for a fact that Gucci, for instance, has taken screenshots of my page and you can see, you know, with certain apps, who's taking screenshots and who's bookmarking your your posts. And, and I, and I don't think it's, you know, I'm, I, I think it would be really sort of, um, sophomoric to be one of these people that screams that these companies aren't stealing my ideas or like, you know, I did that first, you know, it's not really my style. I think again, you know, um, 
we know, you know, we, we know who's in vogue. And if you're in vogue, you don't worry about other people following you or biting your style because that was the whole point of you being in vogue in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I was doing it a long time ago in the early two thousands. I was buying bootleg Gucci sweatshirts off eBay, you know, and wondering why is it on an American, you know, you know, why is it on a triple A tag? You know, why would Gucci print on a triple A tag? These are things I'm asking myself in my early twenties, you know, when I'm ordering stuff off eBay and then I wasn't like, Oh, I got a big sweatshirt. I'm going to report these guys. I was like, this is cool you know this is right. something i could you know i can flex because guess what gucci doesn't make sweatshirts that fit me and you dude and not even right now hey and do you think watch that's it. an accident <laughs> it's by design you know it's by design you know no pun intended so yeah. uh long story short yeah uh not only did people like me uh even the kylie jenners and travis scott's of the world who were wearing bootleg you know maybe a couple years after i was sort of pushing it as an agenda or, or, or a style point. Um, and then it turned into one of these amazing things where um, art imitates life, you know, and Gucci is taking their bootleg designs from the 80s or someone else's bootleg, China's bootleg designs or Mexico, and turning it into high fashion and putting them out themselves as $1,400 sweatshirts and then Drake's wearing it. And, you know, all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, when, 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 when big brother or whoever you want to say, the man tells you something is okay. All of a sudden it's okay for everybody, you know, and, and, and it was always all right with me. <laughs> right. And now everything anybody wants to do with their life is always all right with me. And I don't need, you know, Joe, you, you know, Brad Pitt to tell me that it's all right. So, uh, it, it's, I think, it, it, I, you know, I, I shop at Gucci. I have a huge sales record with them. It's online. I know people want to get on and, and, and get into this game and want to talk to me, but you can come to Gucci with me anytime, anybody, and we can go through and they're going to pull up the computer and they're going to show you all my purchases. So I'm going to uh, do that. I I'm think do that, that I've always you. walked that fine, <laughs> always walked the fine line of, uh, you know, being the kind of person that's going to spring for the nice, and go all out and not be afraid to buy this stuff and, and, and understand that it's expensive for a reason and, and I'm into it. You know, I get it. But at the same time, I understand the, the polar opposite, which is that everybody uh, has the right to make fan art. Everybody, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the world of fashion and art, there aren't really rules and, and, and people, you know, I think should feel like they should be able to... Someone wants to paint a painting of Princess Leia enslaved you know gear with pizza the hut holding her like what what's george lucas really gonna do about it at the end of the day man he's gonna send you a letter and he's gonna do all that but you know what at the end of the day uh it's all the same thing it's all art and it's all fashion you ever thought about opening your own like uh, as far as your own line of clothing yeah with with so the, I, with that's the 80s feel yeah. Yes. So um, the way things kind of naturally come full circle, of course, that's how I got into this kind of stuff a lot from the way back, you know, when I was 17, 18, 19, I was into screen printing. I had my own brands. Right. I was doing stuff with Transformers on it, Hordak from He-Man, you know, Jordan ripoffs, you know, so that's kind of where I, I, I came from, you know, my background. So, yes. Uh, but uh, secondly, 
I, I, the more I got into fashion, the more I realized I didn't want to be part of fast fashion and I didn't want to make right. stuff that people wear, you know, for a year and then it's out of style, even if being retro and referencing 80s and 90s never goes out of style, in my opinion. I didn't want to be part of fast fashion or streetwear uh, by any means. So I came in the back door into the fashion world in a different way. And, uh, you know, our generation, cool clothing line and merch and everything Slobby Robbie, it, all my clothes that I make that are Slobby Robbie branded are all 80s and 90s themed. Um, I do a lot of collaborations with big companies. I'm going to be working with MCM, Foot Locker, Very cool. uh, Chalkline, you know, Champion, some of these big brands that I mess with, um, you know, utilize a lot of my aesthetics, you know, and a lot of this mm -hmm. kind of vibe is going to be utilized. And I am also bringing back my first clothing line ever from when I was 18 called Manchild, which is going to be basically exactly what you're saying, which is I have a big Manchild tattoo. It's a picture of myself as a baby holding balloons, and it says Manchild. And I got that when I was 18. That's awesome. So my first company is Manchild. I'm gonna, I have a line of bootleg toys where we're recasting He-Mans. We're moving parts around. We're doing Universal Monsters rips. Really wow. cool, really nostalgic stuff. So Manchild, my new brand, it's launching anytime in the next two months. I have uh, a set of toys and a line of T-shirts that all go together. And we'll be available probably on some pretty big platforms like 80s Tees and 8-Bit Zombie and some of these bigger bigger name websites will be carrying our stuff. Now, it's funny you say you have a uh, a baby as the logo for it because my my daughter, my oldest daughter, just drew a logo of me, and it was literally me as a baby. Fire. Yeah, I got to send it to you. I love it. You, you'll think it's cute. I love it. I, probably hope, I hope you do. Do you think <laughs> I'm cute? First of all, do, do I look cute now? I mean, I... We have to be, dog. This right if here we is Versace. And, if we weren't, everybody's always like, yo, how did you get the show on Netflix? Yeah, I sent him an email, dog. Like, you were like, did you just email him or what? And I was like, yeah, I emailed him, dude. I left him a voicemail. You gotta be, you gotta be cute. You gotta be intelligent. You gotta be clever. You know, if you, if you, if you're people like me and you in this world trying to operate, you know, we gotta, we gotta come with some, we gotta come with some, in, uh, you know, some some good strings attached you know speaking we, we of gotta, a, we gotta be cute man that's a nice segue into you said you mentioned the netflix show i'm uh curious how how many how much did your clientele go up after the show drastically well, i imagine I, I like to say a lot i like to tell people that i was a big deal way before the show store or the show so I'll start out by saying that because, like, I don't I don't need no TV show to have people think that I'm interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but um, you know, I spent uh, a good deal of my life when I was younger, like picturing myself being on TV, always imagining myself being sort of somebody you know who can keep the interest and entertain the masses, and uh, you know, so that was a, it, it was a smooth transition into you know whatever being famous or popular or, you know whatever like you know it's it, 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 so so business wise hell yeah of course our web sales and our tourism i would say are the two big like you know market sort of monetizing things that you could point at but um i think the true success has really been that i was always a people person 
I was always approachable. I was always well-known and easy to recognize. And so for me personally, it hasn't been a big change, I'll be honest, at all, because I was the kind of person getting yelled at out of cars, you know, and recognized when I was in high school. Whereas for the store itself as an entity, it's been a big deal financially. Yes, it's been, uh, you know, a big difference for us. And we were all, not to say we weren't doing great before. <laughs> and yeah, there's no way that... uh that your sales did not just skyrocket after the show. I mean, people like me who would have nothing to do with fashion, you know, I, I like to say I stay in vogue, you know, but, uh, other yeah. than that, I would, I have nothing to do. I don't look up fashion, don't care about fashion, but your show yeah. was something else. It was, it was a vintage type show. So it was, it was showing right. some vintage, uh, toys and, vintage gaming and all these things and things that I would, that, that I care about, but I don't care about the clothes and whatnot, but I became fascinated by it because of your show. So people like me who might now buy something from your store wouldn't before, yeah. I wouldn't even, I would have never known you or anything about you had it not been yeah. for that show. I'm glad it was. Absolutely, you're, yeah, cool. you're, you're definitely generation cool through and through. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, um, a big deal. You know, I like to say that, you know, we were part of vintage going public or becoming, you know, I hate to say these these cliche words like mainstream or something, but, you know, much like uh, rap music, country music, DJing, graffiti, you know, all these subcultures at some point get exposed to the masses, you know, through certain outlets or for various reasons, and they don't go away, you know? So I think it's a beautiful thing that people have being able to understand the art of vintage and accept and, and sort of absorb what we do and, and want to be part of it. And, and it's amazing, you know, and it's going to help save the planet and it's going to help people become more connected in their communities, and, 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 you know, through swap meets, flea markets, yard sales, whatever, you know, yeah. this, that whole industry is thriving now, you know? Well, your and, brand is uh, memories. I mean, it, it, you sell memories. Yeah. Uh, I, Nostalgia. You know. Well, the, the chemical... In your brain exactly. called nostalgia, you know? The first thing I think of uh, uh, when I was, uh, you know, I think of parachute pants. Dude, back in the yeah. day, I used to rock some parachute pants. Did you really? Let me Six tell you something. Pants. If you've Ew. never been paddled at school, I was paddled at school wearing parachute pants. I paddled it, him today when in his jeans, so that's a little weird. It, it's weird. I, it's like wearing nothing. You know, in my head, I had parachute pants on, though. <laughs> Did you? Man, you do not want to be paddled with parachute pants. I don't think you want to be paddled at all. I, well, I well, do. Speak for yourself. <laughs> hey, yeah. so, Slobby, you like being paddled? <laughs> uh, we had... Um... <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have so a Versace old. paddle that I make. <laughs> we had... No, no, this is great. We had an episode of the show that they cut out where we, we bought a house, we rented a house, and we called it Hump House, and we turned it into our own fraternity, right? And we invited all these girls over, and we played beer pong, and they were like a big sorority, and they were, you know, and these are all people who never went to college, never were in fraternities and sororities, and we made paddles, of course, and uh, we, we had... Uh, we had real frat boys come in and I did a chugging contest against the frat boys of beer and I kept winning and I would shake. I would, sh I was going one, two, three, and I was shaking the beer out when I would do it. And then I would win. And these guys were 
pro chuggers. They were like actual frat boys, and they kept winning. They're like, oh, he's cheating, bro. And I remember whispering in one of the dude's ears. I was like, yo, dude, first of all, you bro and i was like this is my show of course i'm gonna win i was like and then i like i was like also like second of all dude like i'll I, beat me bro you know like beat me in this contest and then at the end i ended up just going like like to a dark place and opening up my throat and just pouring a beer down my throat and beating this guy in the contest and everyone cheered it was amazing like i legit ended up just kind of like totally smashing on this dude and they um, and they cut it why did they cut the episode? They cut it. So anyway, paddles. Speaking of paddles, we had these paddles, and I had all the girls running up and paddling Hump House. Boom! Whack! And I would wait like 20 minutes till he was getting casual and talking to someone again. I'd have one of the girls run up. Whack! And at one point, he's like, it's, it's not funny anymore, dude. It's not funny anymore, dude. I I'm probably just going to sit the rest of the episode out. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Come on, man. Get paddled. Get paddled. <laughs> Take these licks, bro. Come on. <laughs> exactly. For the show, dog. It's for, for Netflix. Episode, Take your use. licks. Come on. <laughs> Take your licks. It's for Netflix. <laughs> Get your licks on Root Netflix. <laughs> now, I got a question. You know, talking about Versace and your sheets and all this stuff, you wear a lot of Versace. You like Versace. Um, do you purposefully do your hair to look like the Versace logo's hair. It looks like it to um, me. No, my, my hair is based around Lion-O from Thundercats. Uh, oh, Thundercats. Never, never oh, did watch like Thundercats. Thundercats. Whoa. <laughs> I, I never no, did watch I, Thundercats. I just remember going from like shaved head, everyone thinking I'm a skinhead or a soccer thug, to growing my hair out, and all of a sudden... Everyone at the bank was calling me sweetie and, and like, you know, I, I was like the sweet guy with the shaggy hair, you know, like I turned, I went from like, like white gangster who my mom's friends were like afraid of to like everyone being like, Oh, hi. And like, you know, like rubbing my head. And I remember being like, you know, I wanted to go up like Lionel, like just like live. I just wanted to like live in the air, you know? <laughs> so like I seen this skit on Saturday night live once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, well, I don't get the option to grow my hair back out. If I grow my hair back out, I, it's a horseshoe. So, right. thanks for bragging. I, well, I'll tell you what. My 40th birthday's on Saturday uh next week and my party's on Saturday. I thought about shaving my head. I got a low bald spot. The front's going, but uh I'm going to try to ride it out, you know. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go for 45. Hey, Propecia. Propecia works. As long as you don't yeah? want to have sex. Oh, what's is there? A, there's side effects. Yeah, impotency. It's not true. I take it. Okay, well, that is true. I'm good. It is a side effect of it. Yeah. When's I have the no last problem. time you had good, sex? <laughs> it's been a while, but uh, you know, well, with someone else. He's like, he's like, uh, it's not true. I take it. Wait, wait a minute. I haven't had sex in a long time. <laughs> it's like he's like, I don't even. I don't think actually, it's because of the pill. Well, that's a side effect of it. <laughs> Uh, Sabi, just just go with caution. I know you're a man of the Versace <laughs> sheets, and it gets a little silky in there, you know. Um, I'm good. I, I I do all my dirt out in the living room. Oh, do you you refuse yeah. classic to do that in the in the Versace? <laughs> yeah, I would never <laughs> don't want to soil the Versace. No, 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 no. That's a special woman. How gets dare that. how dare her want to do that on the Versaces? 
Oh God, that's disgusting. That's horrible. <laughs> that's We're going to do that on the leather couch out there, not that, the Versace that's what sheets. Cars are for, dude. What do we have cars for? Homie, car. Why do I? Why did I? Why do I spend insurance on my car every week, every month if I can't use it? That's true. Hey, that's a, a wise quote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in my quote book. <laughs> Speaking of, of famous people, now how many famous people came to know you because of the Netflix show that you know of? Uh, probably not as many as you would think, uh, uh, but uh, uh, because I probably I, I'm I'm a big time name dropper, and I'm the kind of person who Drop just makes all. friends with people like that anyway. So I already knew them all. <laughs> did you already know DMC? But, uh yeah, you yep. did. But I did. DMC and I met in real life through a mutual friend um, at, at, when I first opened the store. And he would text me. And th the funny thing is, the first day he got my phone number, he wrote a Slobby Robbie rap and texted it to me at like 2 Man. in the morning. Mm. And I'm thinking, damn, dog, you're a dedicated friend. It's like 5 in the morning for you. Like, Yeah. Well, I, I got I something like, almost in you. is rapping to me. I got something almost something in you at 5 a.m. I got a nice picture of me in my sheets. Oh, nice. And mine are thoroughly used, though. So we we use ours. You know what I mean? We ain't, we ain't shy. You know what I mean, Robin? We ain't trying to protect nothing. That's okay. Just rub the logos off. At the, in the middle of the show, we always like to do what's called a what not to eat. This is things that you would never want to eat. So okay. pay attention. You might have eaten some of these. I don't know. Um, the first one is it's a it's a Japan delicacy called Jerry 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 called called it's a man named Jerry they just they eat him it's they weird eat, you yeah. Jerry yeah. don't be named Jerry and go to Japan he's no. delicious can't stand him yeah <laughs> cherry blossom meat can you put that up on the screen Ben and see if cherry blossom meat now what do y'all think that is. What do you think that is, Slobby? <laughs> that's some. That's um, uh, definitely a, uh, an organ, an internal organ that's been smashed with some type of mallet. They used a Versace mallet only <laughs> to to tenderize that meat. That is uh, just simply raw horse meat served mm. as a part of sushi. High whole silver on my plate. Raw horse meat. Wow. I'm good on that. I got a weird horse thing where I don't. It's called. It's, it's a really weird condition where I don't eat horse. Really? Oh, oh, dang. Well, man. I just don't, shoot. I was gonna take you to some sushi. Horse. That's what my doctor calls it. My doctor. My doctor calls it. Don't eat horse meat. Mm. Wow, it's rare. I need to get no, checked. <laughs> Chris, what's yours? Man, let's see. I have served in Canada. Of course, it's in Canada. The nose is boiled in onions, garlic, spices, and vinegar. Jellied moose nose. Mm. They eat jellied moose nose in Canada. Can you put that link up, Ben? I want to see this. I got to see what this looks Man. like. Jellied moose Jellied nose. moose nose. I wonder if it can smell you tasting it. I wonder, I wonder how the how the moose feels without having a nose. That's true. 
Oh, it, man. I guess he don't have that image. Um. Anyway, Robbie, would you try? We lost Robbie too. Can you hear us, Robbie? Nope. Don't know what just happened. We can't hear Robbie. Oh, uh -oh. oh we heard something. Robbie? Good? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. you yo, when you yo. put your hand over it, it really... Sorry about that. It changed things for us. <laughs> okay. Jellied moose nose. You down for some jellied moose nose and some raw horse meat? I am not down. Okay. <laughs> uh, not any facial meat? Oh, look at it again. Oh man, look at it. Oh, come on, man! That would stain a Versace sheet. That would stain the sheet. He's about to stain him. He just stained it almost. I think he just stained him. I'm a gagger. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm known to gag and throw up fairly easily. Oh, and I'm not. I'm like. There's something about the gelatinous nature yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. You think you eat that with crackers? That, that... Man. I think you eat it with peanut butter. That is okay. not peanut yeah. butter and jelly moose knuckle. Yeah. Ooh, uh, moose, not much. Moose knuckle. <laughs> no. We went through that route. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That, that, yeah. I always think of David Bowie when you say moose knuckle. Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's classic. Peanut butter, jelly, moose nose. Yeah. Moose nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's the old classic. All right. Um, did you start? Collecting clothing and memorabilia, um, like what was the what was the actual the the earliest memory that you have of collecting? Like when you know, because I had tons of toys, right? Star Wars. I had some very some toys that was worth a lot of money now, but I didn't collect yes. any of them. Did you collect back then? And you say I'm gonna keep this? Or no, I, I'm not. A, come on, man. I'm not the nerd who lived down the street from you, bro. Who, who ended up being <laughs> You actually I, played with I, your I, items. Oh my God. I, you know who I am? I'm the one who burned them and switched the heads. And yeah. Right. I, I even found a way to rub my GI Joes against the screen door that would wear down certain parts of them for battle damage. Mm, I'm, nice. a, I'm a toy. Nice. You know, you know what they say about really gifted, intelligent kids. They usually destroy their toys. <laughs> mm. That coming of a former, as a former early childhood educator i can tell you that's actually 100 true so there's probably something wrong with the people who kept their toys in the box when they were a kid you know some i had some friends that their parents would buy them for some reason they would on certain toys they would buy them one to keep in the box and one to play with now how rich of a parent do you have to be to be able to do like i had to beg just to get uh the i never did get the actual uh, what was the the flagship the the uh, U.S. flag? The USS flag from GI Joe. Yeah, I wanted AKA that so bad. The battleship. I wanted that so bad, bro. Literally as big as my bro. room. Bro, I first of all in the sneaker game we call that one to stock, one to rock, and I've never done that in my life either. I just buy one to rock, you know. Yeah. Uh, but and when it comes to that, I I, I can say. Uh, that a huge inspiration for me was my rich neighbor, whose parents were both doctors. He had the USS flag. He had the space shuttle. He had the Millennium Falcon. He was a, he had all the superpowers, all the Secret Wars, Marvel, every toy I wanted. He just had them all, the whole line. Mm. And you hated I him. I remember being in high school and trying to break into his parents' storage behind his house 
just to obtain all those toys. And I remember one of my friends being like, what is wrong with you, dog? What did this guy do to you? And I was like, he was just richer than me, man. And he had everything, you know, and I wanted all those toys so bad that I was willing to <laughs> obtain a felony. Like, what, are they not going to recognize the fat kid who grew up 20 years, like two doors <laughs> down? I'm back there like, so yeah. uh, I, I bought all that stuff, you know, all the sneakers that I, I that I didn't have when I was a kid, uh, all the toys that Zach Kramer had that I didn't have, I bought. And that was that's a really big part of where it all started for me as far as as a grown up, really, this being so important to me. It was, you know, that I, I didn't have much and I wasn't poor by any means, but I didn't I had, you know, one or two figures. You know, I didn't have all four turtles. Like, I, I don't like, you know, who has that? Now I did have every <laughs> like, turtle. Who are these people? I, I did have every turtle. I had every single Ninja Turtle. I even had the trucks. My grandmother. Sick. Yeah, she was she was uh, big into, and we weren't rich. We weren't poor. It's kind of like you. We weren't we weren't rich, but we weren't poor either. But uh, my grandmother yeah. knew we were into turtles, and for one Christmas, she just got this huge box and just put every every Ninja Turtle at Walmart in there, and every truck, and like even the ones, even the truck that shot the the sewer drain covers the turtle van yeah. yeah yeah man but all all the vans didn't shoot mm. but this one shot uh, wow. so there's there's an actual pizza shooter it looks like a smaller version of the van and it shoots pizzas out the front there's the turtle van and then there's the news van april's news oh, van right. mm, which wow. if you're a big time nerd you want to get on ebay and drop 500 you can get yourself a, a little april news van i never cared about the news van Still don't. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's just why it's worth so much. Yeah, they, they, yeah, nobody wanted it, and they discontinued it. I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest wow. with you. Hey, Slobby. So I, I got a buddy that years ago got drunk at, at an auction, and to this day, he he w literally woke up and didn't know that he spent all this money. He has Sammy Davis Jr.'s Versace luggage. Whoa! In his house, it has uh, has his initials on it, and he has like a whole thing. He bought this. He was just tanked out of his mind. He's sober now, but at the time, he's tanked out of his mind, and he woke up, and he has Sammy Davis Jr.'s Versace Versace luggage. How much do you think Holy something like that God. is worth? Well, really, I'm hearing you twice. I don't like it, Chris. I barely like to hear you once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough hearing him once. I know, right? <laughs> Man. With something like that, you know, you start with the value of the vintage luggage just by itself. Right. And then you add on the, you know, you add on the celebrity aspect and the historical aspect, and that can increase it by, you know, probably a couple thousand, you know? Yeah. So to the right person, you know, like they tell you in, in, in Antiques Roadshow, to the right person, you know, that could be a five to ten thousand dollar, you know, right thing. I hope you didn't spend, you know, that much at the auction. Oh, but that, I don't know. the biggest problem with that stuff is when someone overpays on the floor. Right, you know? right, yeah. Yeah. Um I'm still trying to hear if we're hearing ourselves back. No, I don't still. know what that is. But uh Robbie <laughs> Son of a gun. It's feedback coming from his phone. Is it he, from me? He's got it on speakerphone and how he's holding it probably. No, we hadn't heard it this whole no. time. I don't know. 
I want to see what you're watching on TV. I almost saw a nipple I'm not, ago. My yeah. daughter doing school. Um, oh, how much gold do you own? How much? A room full? What? Yeah. So like, there's my like. Oh. I have like all these little Jesus statues, and I hang all the gold from them. What? That's not all of it, though. Um, nah. I so I I've probably got upwards of um. Gosh. Couple hundred gold chains and silver chains and white gold and any kind of precious metals. So probably a couple hundred chains, different sizes. Um, got rings, you know, gold set, silver set, you know, 50 rings on hand. Um, 20, 30 bracelets. I got, I have five, six Versace bracelets alone. Um, and oh teeth I, I have about 10 different pairs of teeth so these are versace teeth they have a little versace head in the middle wow. i have mcm teeth i have all white gold <laughs> that are all chunked up all gangster so i got about 10 pairs of teeth i got a bunch more teeth coming in for season two though so that's gonna be uh, a big deal to unveil a bunch of the cool new i was just about to ask if there was guaranteed to be a season two yeah, so it's guaranteed only based on the fact that I released myself from Complex, the original network, and got out of my contract, you know, sort of similar to a bad music contract, you know. Um, Were you with you know, Complex um, so, before season yeah, one? I originally, I originally shot it on Complex, and it ran on Complex for a whole season, and then Complex sold it to Netflix after a year later. I didn't even know Complex, you could get into a contract with Complex. I just thought that was a YouTube channel. Complex is a multimedia network similar to something like Rolling Stone or Vice, somewhere between Rolling Stone magazine hmm. and Vice. So they have their own, uh, their own programming. They have uh, lots of different... Uh, lots of different things they do. You know, they, re they have morning shows, they review music, but they cut their... TV uh, cable syndication style stuff down and sold it all to Netflix at one point. So they got out of the internet TV biz and they're a little bit more like you're saying YouTube and viral based stuff. So there is a season two. It's it's in it's done. Have you already shot it? So I released myself. Got a completely new. Uh, it's not done. I I have not shot it yet. I was about to start shooting right before all this COVID stuff came into play. Right. So as soon as this stuff blows over, we have, I have a I have a I have a production team and a network ready to pay me to shoot it and ready to get on the horse and go. I'm like, you know, like writing out. I've already wrote all the episodes, you know, well, let me about what kind of guests. Let me know if you need some music for one. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we got to do like a, a cool old Tucson thing, you know. I'll write a song I'm for like you. moseying around. I'm down. Me Super and, down. It's happening. I'm going to send it. I'm going to text it to you and uh five o'clock in the morning one night one morning yep. yeah, and then and then we'll put dmc on it that'd be amazing nice. <laughs> now that'd be something for yeah. real right there dmc <laughs> got on it um so here's the thing that we just broke that i want to if there's anything that you can break right here on this show that nobody else knows about like maybe a, a slobby book or a or uh you know whatever whatever it might be slobby podcast you need to post more videos on your youtube channel i'll tell you that right now yeah it was just uh that was just a pilot to see how it went 
Well, it takes it's a grind on YouTube. I I got I got I have a plan. I'm building an office and a TV studio behind my store right now. As soon as that's all set up and air conditioned, we're gonna be able to do content right there in the back, and I'm gonna it's gonna work out real nicely. Nice. What else? What else you got going on? So the podcast. I got two things for you. One will to to follow up on the podcast idea. I'm uh, doing a new podcast called Culture Vultures. Mm. Nice. With retro and rare. He's a really cool dude. He knows a lot about video games and music. He's a little more video games and music based. And I'm, of course, I'm a little bit more pop culture and fashion based. So it'll be a nice balance. Um, he is, uh, you know, really loud and opinionated and you know it's going to be a nice a nice a nice mix of a couple of loud dudes uh who have a lot to say and so culture vulture podcast that'll be uh on itunes and youtube and all that good stuff um and that's very soon within the next month probably and then uh i can i'm on a non-disclosure agreement but i don't give whatever uh, i have a game show coming up that's vintage based and it will be on a major network and as a game show about vintage. Uh, and let's just say I'll be the Guy Fieri of sorts. Nice. To this Ooh, nice. game show. You, you deserve it. Please make your not hair talking about Triple D. Headed to it's fashion It's not town. like Triple D. It's like another show he does and I'll be the host. Nice. Very cool. I love that. I can't Nobody wait to see it. Nobody knows about that, but you guys. That's amazing. That's and some, everyone that's else some, <laughs> now. Now the whole world's going to know. Um, cool. Now, before we go, I want to do something because, you know, I'm a big – Goonies is my favorite film from my childhood, and I know it's yours Me too, too, right? Yep. And it might be these guys yes, as well. Oh, man. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. So Dope. I want to do – ask you some questions about Goonies, see if you can answer them. Yes, please. I bet you you can't answer these. But if you do, I'll be very shocked. And I'll send you something at 5 o'clock real special. <laughs> <laughs> be ready. All right, here we go. What sports team T-shirt does Sloth wear in the movie? Okay, so it's it's obviously not his Superman shirt. So no. it's earlier. It must be earlier when he's in the room. And it has stripes on it, and it's kind of like a football jersey, but a team. It's a T-shirt of a team that's made to look like a jersey. And I want to say it's an NFL team, like the Jets, something like that. The Jets or the Giants, a New York team. The fact that you narrowed it all the way down to NFL wow, is <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy. It but, is. But it's not the Jets. It's the Oakland Raiders. Oh, <laughs> that's so perfect it that really is so is. smart that's so perfect now did either one of y'all know that no i should have gave y'all a chance to answer but no, y'all no. both looked like y'all were like we we're like uh he wore a shirt i Wait, don't know there was a shirt i just remember his great smile <laughs> um also <laughs> he, he i don't know if y'all know this or not this is not one of the questions but it, you know that Sloth had a stuntman as well. Really? Yeah. Wow, because when he like did the pickup stuff, it's like, Rah. I don't know. I don't know. He had a stuntman, which was, wow. which was crazy to me. Um, what movie is referenced in The Goonies by the sheriff? Gremlins. Gremlins. I didn't Gremlins, get that dog. One. Amazing. He got that I didn't ass. get that one. Hey, don't cover up that nipple again. <laughs> Leave the nipple. <laughs> 
free the nipple. Free the nipple. Hashtag free the nipple. I got the AC turned down way low, bro. We can tell. It's cutting. You're going to tear that Versace sheet <laughs> on the inside. He's tearing You're going to tear it, man. It gets too it's cold. Ripping. It's ripping. <laughs> uh, here's a question. The next question. Where was the Goonies filmed? Okay, so Astoria is a made-up name. So it's a different town in Oregon. And this one I should know, but I feel like a buster because I no, don't. No, it was Astoria. Uh, oh, okay. It was Astoria, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to carry that on too long Oregon, because you'd already right, gotten yeah. it. What happened to Chunk that caused him to almost lose the role? He almost he almost did oh. he almost he almost had to back out of the role. Oh, uh ooh, so he's a teen, he was a preteen, so it could have been something like tonsillitis or something to do with his bar mitzvah. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. He's narrowing this stuff down like it's like CSI, man. He's like watching Slobby's brain work oh like my that God. is really amazing. It really is. I mean, I need to get me some Versace sheets. There's something in, the, in that ink or something. Oh man, use. it's like that gun. I gotta get some gold in my mouth. It's what definitely happened? not bar mitzvah. I don't. That's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, chicken pox, which I thought you were about to say. You were so close. I was like, he's about to say chicken box. Oh, man. This man should have been a a detective. That gum. Uh, Okay. What character? Now, this is is crazy. I didn't know this. I I didn't know this at all. This this blew my mind. You might know this, Jared. What character was, what character can be seen on the deck of the One-Eyed Willie pirate ship? When it's is it is it just in general? There's like a character it's, that shows it's up. It's a it's a Steven Spielberg character from another from a movie. It's not it's not like a, oh, it's not like a human. God, it's gotta be ET. What do you think, Jared? Eat. It's not ET. Jerry Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Blossom, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know Steven Steven Spielberg's big fan of the Jerry Blossom. <laughs> Who is it? Who do you think? Take a guess. Well known fact. Yeah. Indiana Jones. No, who is it? Yeah, Harrison Ford. Yeah, hey, Harrison Ford's like hanging out with one eyed Willie. I didn't know Harrison Ford <laughs> hung out on the set he, he, with he, them. Harrison Ford's like, he belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What a crossover. Nice. What a crossover. <laughs> Hey. Oh, that needs to happen. <laughs> it was. What? It was. What? Go ahead. You got a guess? No. You got another guess? What, what happened? You know what? what? Uh, we're losing you. I can't. I. I'm just messing with you. We're, no. not, we're not losing <laughs> you. That was a joke. You still. You're still there, right? Yes. <laughs> At this point, it's R two D two. Wait, wait, wait. What? He was on the ship. R two D 2s on the ship. What? Of one eyed Willie. Real. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's not, he's not, it's not like he's moving around like a robot on yeah, the ship. Yeah, he's just laying there. There's a there's an R2D2 laying in the sh- bottom of the hole. When, when, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. When the uh, villains are, what's her name? Mama, what's her name? Slobby, the, 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 Fratelli. the, the Fratelli's. Fratelli's. Mama Fratelli. 
when when her and uh one of the sons is sitting there arguing down at the bottom you can see r2d2 that's amazing <laughs> isn't that crazy Sick. now uh did you ever hear that goonies was really all about sex mm. with the one-eyed oh, willie and the, the penis statue and whatnot one-eyed, one-eyed willie <laughs> Willie is another reference for a penis, though. You know? Did you ever hear that? I mean, I've heard... I went to art school, so I've heard, like, two-hour-long lectures on how every piece of art ever is about sex. So, you know... Well, this podcast I'm is about it now with you in those sheets. Bruh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to let you go, but before we go, we do an unbelievable fact. And we want to do that now. Ben, go ahead and hit that uh, intro to it. You might think it's not true, but I assure you that it is. It's hard to believe it's an unbelievable fact. Here's the unbelievable fact. A ball of glass will bounce higher than a rubber ball. Got it. He shook. That's unbelievable. He shook. Yeah. Truth. So... Yeah, it's it doesn't true. break. Oh well, the glass itself bounces higher after it breaks. I don't. I don't know. I, I just know mm. that's that's a true fact. I don't know. Um... <laughs> yeah, you can just make anything up. You're like, you know, it's just an unbelievable fact. I just, wow. it's, hey, it just happens. You know, a ball of peanut butter so will bounce like, higher. Every time, I get doing every time I get caught doing something dusty from now on, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know, babe. It's an unbelievable fact. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. But that really is a fact. We need you and I need to get together and try that sometime and see if it, how how true yes, that is. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bill, you got one, Chris. Down. Yeah, I got one. Okay, so. When Prohibition went into effect in the United States in 1920, Walgreens pharmacies numbered only 20. Hardly a nationwide chain. However, there were precious few legal ways to procure alcohol during that time. And they would, doctors could make some extra money on the side by prescribing medicinal whiskey to their patients. Nice. Hmm. Medicinal whiskey. I wonder if medical whiskey is just nice. as good as medical so, marijuana. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Slobby, thank you so much for, for tuning in. and or not tuning, You didn't tune in. Well, you did. It took a little bit at the beginning, but we got you, and I'm so glad we did. I'm a fan. I like your style. I like your swag, and I want to be you when I grow up. I don't know if you can do both. Hey, right back to you, bro. <laughs> Come teach me how to play guitar on camera. Hey, I'm serious. I'm serious. Let's let's talk about uh, doing some kind of cool song or something for the the show, yeah. or no, just I, for YouTube. Look, I can't. I, yeah, I can't. I can't. Come out and let's do a YouTube episode and teach me how to play guitar. Because uh, oh, that's like cool. a childhood dream of mine that I've struggled with. Like I, I I I can't even sing a song back to somebody, bro. I'm like, you know that song. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, <laughs> sing us I'm out like, real quick. Out rock, yeah. you know? Sing us out your favorite song right now. Sing us out. Ma, na 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 na, ba na 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 na. Sounds like the That's record. Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Man, it sounded just I, like I it. I thought it was a record playing. It, it did, Chris. It sounded like he was playing the CD. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> it's got to be the sheets. Smooth Slobby. criminal. I wouldn't have wanted to have an interview with you in any other place than your bedroom. It's amazing. (laughs) 
thank you, my friend. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless you. See you, man. God bless y'all. Peace. Cheers. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it. Thank you all for staying this long for those that did. Remember that song that I talked about writing for Robbie for the Netflix season two or whatever he wants to do with it? Uh, I did that. I sent it to him and I'm going to share it with you. The little bit of a rough version of a song that I wrote called Slobby's World. I wrote it with my buddy CJ Wilder. Sent it to Robbie. He loved it. We got plans for it. So for all those that stuck around, it's a little treat for you. Let me know. Message me if you heard this or not. Then I'll know who's really listening. Here it is. Slobby's World. I got the pieces if you need them. Come and get them. Wear them. Collect them. Even if it's hard to find them. He can get on if you want one. Cause Sloppy Robbie's got the gold thumb, ice gum, red rum out. Everything that he touches with the gold. Swirl for Sachi Curl, treasure pearl. Stacked up to the ceiling in this wild and wonderful Sloppy's world. Oh, wild and beautiful, sloppy world.